Hello, welcome to my secret obsession. I'm Cherish Lively, and I have some exciting news. In addition to this podcast, I am beginning another podcast that will feature steamy and ultra steamy romance novels. Those will be found under season two. Soon, these will be available on the new platform, Ream Stories. Ream Stories is busy finalizing the ability to upload audiobooks to their site. In the meantime, you can get a taste of the super steamy romance novels on My Secret Obsession. Please stop by my page to see what's available at tinyurl.com slash reamcherish. The ebook is now available on Amazon. So, get comfy, turn up the volume, and let's read a book. Confessions of a Fallen Good Girl Lily Summers No one's life is perfect, but it's obvious that some people are better off than others. Thankfully, for the most part, I've had a great life. My parents love me, gave me a stable home, and even taught me right from wrong. But now I realize there were some things I wasn't taught. Before I get to those things, let me lay out the important lessons I learned growing up in the home of a fundamentalist pastor. First, everyone in the church is constantly watching you, making sure that you are a good girl. That good girl moniker follows you through high school and even through college and adulthood. Yes, even as an adult, people are assessing my good girl status. Second, a very important lesson that the girls are taught is that we have to do everything in our power to not tempt our brothers in faith. Yes, you heard me right. It's a girl's job to keep the dirty thoughts out of boys' heads. Third, if a guy is tempted by you, you should feel guilty for leading him astray. Fourth, guys are allowed to touch themselves because, hey, men have needs, and it's just too difficult for them to not jerk off. Fifth, women are not allowed to masturbate, because by doing so, they are being unfaithful to their future husband by fantasizing about the imaginary man in their head. The obvious logic behind this is flawless. Sixth, something I have learned, which I am certain they didn't mean to teach me, is that for a lot of them, especially the ones who have made fortunes off of their ministry, they don't actually believe any of it. They cheat on their wives, steal from the church, and some even assault women. But they boldly return to the pulpit to instruct the rest of us on how to be forgiving and holy. I'm pretty certain this lesson was one they didn't try to teach. But hey, I pay attention, and I was raised to be judgmental and circumspect about other people's lives to make sure they don't fall into sin. It's exhausting. So, here I am, a teacher at the religious school that is associated with my father's church. Everyone tells me how lucky I am that I can teach at the same school that I grew up in. Lucky is not the word I would choose to use. I consider this my purgatory for all the sins that I plan on piling up, because I plan on getting in the dirt, rolling in the hay, and fucking on the beach. Well... Maybe not the beach. Sand is very abrasive. Anyway, I have learned that the bundle of nerves between my legs loves attention. And dang it, I am going to enjoy every tingle, every orgasmic sensation that I can from one of God's glorious creations. My pussy. So here I am, riding the tea into Boston with the goal of losing my virginity. I have to admit that I am excited and terrified. As a teen, we were regaled with nightmarish stories of women being attacked and murdered by the men they flirted with. 
However, I think that is far less common than the youth leaders wanted us to believe. I'm now of the opinion that they were just trying to scare us into not having sex. But I still hope that I won't accidentally go off with a serial killer. I finally decide to have sex, and the first guy kills me. The irony of that would be astounding. Since, according to my upbringing and the lack of control that men apparently have over their bodies, they will have sex with anyone who will let them. Therefore, my confidence is high that I will find a man who will have sex with me. Who knows? Maybe he'll even be cute. 2. Faneuil Hall, Lily Summers My heart races as I walk towards the club. I glance around at the crowd milling about Faneuil Hall Marketplace. I figured the historic buildings with the high-end shops and bars would be a good place to start. I'm a virgin. I'm not about to walk into a den of iniquity off some dark, secluded area in the seedy side of town. I cringe as my fingers land on something sticky on the metal railing that leads to the club in the basement of Faneuil Hall. This place was built before the American Revolution, so the stones and bricks used are cool. It's crazy to think that almost 300 years ago, this place was new. How many women made the trek down these very stairs to lose their virginity? Probably none. But hey, I'm okay with being a trailblazer. A large man holds the door open for me. I enter with a thank you and scan the room. The bar is crowded. People are calling out, trying to get the bartender's attention. A dance floor is in the middle of the room, and tables and a few booths surround it. I'm wearing my most seductive outfit. The skirt comes up two inches above my knees. I know, I feel ridiculous in the modest skirt, while everyone else's butt cheeks are peeking under their hems. But old habits die hard. In school, if our skirts hit above the middle of our knee, we were sent home to change. I lie not. My blouse is form-fitting, but covers everything. I debated wearing my unpadded lacy bra, but then decided I wasn't ready to let the world see my nipples in the event that I got cold. At least this bra has pads to lift and elevate my girls. In the event that my shirt does come off, my boobs will look good. Wait, will the lights be on? Oh gosh, I can't worry about whether the lights will be on or off when I finally have sex. I first need to find a suitable man to have sex with. Then I'll worry about the lights. I've never been to a club like this. Do I go to the table and wait for a waitress? Or do I join the crowd at the bar hoping to get served? I'm going to do neither. I definitely need to check my look before starting my search. I weave my way through the crowd and head down the short hallway to the bathroom. The hallway is poorly lit, with a single bulb hanging naked from the ceiling. A couple are kissing in the back corner. Their bodies are hidden behind a storage cart, and only their heads are visible. I'm fairly certain that I don't want to see what is actually going on behind the cart. As their panting grows louder, I shove my way through the door and enter the bathroom. It's a small room with a single toilet. My shoes stick to the floor as I take the two steps to the chipped porcelain sink. My reflection is cloudy in the old mirror. Some people consider my hair brown, but I prefer the word auburn. The touch of red gives me a little pizzazz. Thankful that my eyeshadow and mascara haven't faded or smeared, I dab on a little more of my peachy pink lip gloss and smack my lips together. I can do this. I whisper to myself and head out the door. Zack Slade. I look up from my beer and instantly recognize her. 
the hell is she doing here? I look her over, just to make sure I'm not imagining things. Legs like hers are few and far between, shapely and athletic. She actually has calf muscles that I'd love to squeeze. Dancer's legs. That's a great description of her legs. Only I know she's never been a dancer. That is against the rules, because dancing leads to sin. And damn that ass of hers. One day she cut through a row of desks on her way out of class. I happened to be sitting at one, and she just eased her little ass over the desk, putting her at eye level for me. What's a guy going to do when a perfectly shaped ass floats just inches away from his face? I had to wait ten minutes after class before I could leave without announcing to the world that I had a boner. Men walking around with boners on the Christian college campus was frowned upon. Ever since, many of my fantasies have started with those perky butt cheeks. I'll have to update the visuals I have of her in my head. 3. Just a Coke. Lily. I make my way to the bar and get in what I think is the line to order. The problem is, the bartender is all over the place. It seems like there is no rhyme or reason for who is next. A group of girls with their boobs on display cut in front of me. I roll my eyes. I don't think I'm doing this right. They should have numbers like they do at the meat department. This is just mayhem. I pull my shirt down a little, hoping my cleavage will get the bartender's attention. Then a tap on my arm distracts me. I look over my shoulder and see a man in a t-shirt holding a beer out to me. I have an extra one. You can have it if you like, he says. I may be a virgin, but I'm wise enough to not take drinks from strangers. It's the grown-up version of don't take candy from strangers. No, thank you, I say loudly over the din of the music and people talking. I'll just wait. I turn back and try to flag down the bartender. Another tap catches my attention. Do you want to talk at one of the tables? He tilts his head towards the wall lined with booze. You can skip the line. Truly, you're welcome to my drink. He smiles, but it doesn't reach his eyes. It's more like the crocodile smiling at the gingerbread boy when he offers to ferry the boy to the other side. No, I'm good. I don't actually drink. You don't drink? Why did you come to a club? His predator eyes scan my body, and I swear that his lips snarl before completing the fake smile. Are you looking for company? Between the warnings at church about the devil prowling around for weak Christians whom he can devour and the true crime podcast I enjoy, I now realize that the very first man I speak to on the night of my de-virgining is in fact a serial killer. Honestly, the scary thing about him is that he looks like a normal guy, a guy who could stroll into church on Sunday, the kind of guy my mom would set me up with. No thanks, I repeat. I'm meeting some friends. Bye. I even give him a wave as I turn around again. Lying. Add that to the list of sins I will have to seek forgiveness for by the end of the night. Zack. Honestly, it's painful watching this loser hit on her. Kudos to her for not taking the drink, though. Maybe she's not as naive as I remember. I ease out of the booth and head her way. She's never going to get service if she isn't assertive. When I reach the bar, I yell, Hey, Tommy, uh... I look at her. What would you like to drink? Her doe eyes look at me confused. It takes her a second, and finally she says, A Coke? I yell out, A rum and Coke. No, no, she moves her hand back and forth as if erasing what I said. Just a Coke. A Coke would be great. 
Her lips quiver a little as she looks at me, and then they form a smile. She doesn't appear to be trying to remember me. I'm not surprised. We only had one class together the year that I went to the Christian college. I'm not a forgotten friend or anything like that. I'm not even a blip on the memory scale. When Tommy hands her the Coke, I tell him to charge it to me. He gives me the chin nod of agreement, and I ask her to sit with me at a booth. She nods, and when her tongue comes out to search for the straw, my dick hardens. I guess he still likes Miss Lily Summers. Lily. I nod, and he sets his hand in the small of my back as we cut our way through the dancers. My stomach is in knots. I thought I was ready to have sex, but with the anxiety riding in my stomach, I think my body wants to veto that decision. My heart thuds in my chest, slow and languid, as if my blood is thickened with fear hormones flooding my body. When we get to the booth, I slide in first, dragging my glass of Coke along with me. I take another sip as the handsome man sits next to me. There's a kindness in his eyes that calms me. His dark hair is cut short on the sides, but combed over where it's a little longer. His lips are full, and I bet tender when he kisses. He looks like he's had a lot of opportunities to kiss. He could be a heartthrob from a rom-com movie. I'm Lily. Thanks for the drink. I put my fingers on the cold glass, so I have something to do with my hand. I can give you some cash. I shift to open my wristlet. Don't worry about it. He gives me a crooked smile before adding, Zack Slade. He pauses, his eyes scanning my face as if he is looking for something. He leans closer so he doesn't have to speak so loudly. I think we've met before. Really? I say unimpressed. I've heard about this move, the old you-remind-me-of-someone scam. I'm not doing too well tonight. First, the serial killer who tries to drug me, and now a man who wants to confuse and disarm me with his charm. Where are all the good men? I know they're out there somewhere. I just want one. Is that too much to ask? You went to Shepherd's Evangelical College, right? My mouth drops open in shock. The whole, be sure your sins will find you out, is true. Dang it. Does he know my dad? Where I work? I feel sick. His face beams with a smile. It's okay. I won't report you, he said teasingly. He chuckles, and it puts me at ease and makes me feel stupid for being so concerned. I'm 24. I don't need anyone's permission to go out. We had Old Testament together. Dr. Bowman, I always sat in the back. Yeah, I always sat up front, I add, relieved that he isn't lying about recognizing me. I remember. He nods, and his dimples reveal themselves. You and that blonde friend of yours. Oh my gosh, you do remember. I'm not sure if I should be flattered or terrified, I say lightheartedly. I'm aiming for flattered, he replies and leans closer. You were the cutest girl in class. I laugh. You're sweet. You didn't graduate from there, though. No, I graduated from Worcester Polytech Institute, engineering. Wow, that's impressive. Do you work around here? Yes, I have a condo close by. My friend owns this place. I have a question. Why are you here alone? I can't look him in the eye, so I stare at my drink and slowly rotate it. How much should I tell him? Was it serendipity that we crossed paths tonight? Would he be the safest option for me to have sex with? I know the answer to that is a resounding yes, but how can I possibly ask him to have sex with me without sounding like an idiot? 
I didn't realize that would be such a difficult question to answer, he says, his eyes narrow as if he's studying my face for answers. I take a sip of my Coke for courage and then face him. Okay, you went to Shepherd's, you know the rules about sex and all that. He laughs. I didn't pay a lot of attention to those rules. My stomach drops. He's been having sex with random women for years. I've been keeping my knees together for far too long. I'm the polar opposite of him. Maybe admitting my lack of sexual experience would be easier to explain to a stranger. That way, if they laugh at me, they won't remember me the next day. This guy remembers me from six years ago. Fifty years from now, he'll still remember that I was a virgin at twenty-four. His expression turns serious, as if he's trying to read my face. Then he says, Do you come to Boston to have sex? I feel the color drained from my face. He made that connection way too quickly. Oh my God, you do, don't you? He says, almost as if he is in awe. It must be difficult to date in a town where everyone knows your dad. He shrugs his shoulder as if my virginity is not a big deal. It must be hard to be a pastor's daughter, especially a pastor who has such a big impact in your community. I take another sip of my Coke and debate if I should have put rum in it. I don't like rum, but it would have given me courage. I can't look him in the eye, so I stare at the water droplets on the outside of my glass. I touch one. It drips into another one, and then joins more beads as they race down the glass. I take a deep breath and then face him. You're obviously a smart guy. You put two and two together really fast. I pause, milling over my words. Should I admit that I'm a virgin, or just let him think that I'm here for my weekly casual sex? If I did start to have sex with him, it will be obvious. I might as well tell him. I lean closer to him and say softly in his ear, I'm a virgin. I don't want to be a virgin anymore. Zach. I pull back studying her face for humor, some sort of sign that she just made a joke. But her face is serious. Her cheeks are red with embarrassment. Did you come here to lose your virginity? She nods. I'm astounded. First, she's beautiful. I can't fathom that she hasn't had a line of men at her door ready to date or make love to her. I can't fathom that she hasn't had a line of men at her door ready to date and make love to her. Second, did she literally come into a bar looking for a random man to have sex with her? That's a lot of pent-up sexual frustration, I finally say. I'm curious, though. What was your plan? My plan? Her expression shows confusion. I figured I'd come in here, see a man who interested me, and see if he'd have sex with me. She cringes, as if hearing the words hang in the air suddenly shows her the naivete of her reply. It's clear from the expression on her face as she realizes that her plan lacked wisdom. If you're that interested in sex, why didn't you accept the drink from the guy at the bar? She makes a disgusted face and says, He had a gross vibe. I didn't trust him. I nod and smile. Glad you're listening to your gut. I rest an arm on the top of the bench seat and shift my torso so I can look her in the face. Would you consider me for the honor? Lily... He just flung those words out there like he was asking me for my favorite color. I take another sip of my Coke to buy myself some time. I can't read the expression on his face. Does he think I'm stupid? Pathetic? 
or is he genuinely offering to help me? I stare into his eyes and spot the different shades of blue that swirl in his irises. His slight smile brings out his dimples, and I swoon. I literally let out a pathetic sigh and nod. I shift so that one of my knees is bent and rests on the bench seat. This position opens my legs up towards him. My heart thumps my heart thumps in my chest with the force and power of a kettle drum at the climax of a song. I grab his hand and place it on my thigh. Would you do that? I ask. He strokes his hand over my leg and then curls his fingers. With the lightest of touches, he caresses my inner thigh. Something within me ignites. A desire that starts at the pleasure of his touch travels up my thigh to the apex between my legs. My lower lips tingle, and my chest burns with need. His eyes heat. The shades of his irises deepen when I say, No one's ever touched me like that before. Skin on skin. So high on my leg. I set my hand on his and slowly drag his hand higher up my thigh. My breath comes fast as my body reacts to his touch. He opens his hand and places the lightest of touches to my inner thigh. He is mere inches from my pussy. That excites and terrifies me. He leans closer, slides one hand around my neck, buries his fingers in my hair, and brushes the lightest of kisses to my lips. I was right. His lips are tender and great at kissing. Resting his forehead against mine, he whispers, Let's go to my place. I don't say a word, but I nod and steal another kiss. Four. Touch me. Lily. I smile awkwardly as we look at each other in his condo's elevator. His face is serene, handsome. His blue eyes have a twinkle in them, like he knows something good is going to happen. Is that good thing sex with me? Am I putting that smile on his face? If I'm remembering him correctly, he'd been tall and skinny with acne, but before me now is a man who left the awkward stage of being a young adult to a well-developed man. He's aged well. My stomach is flip-flopping with nerves, but it's his smile that boosts my morale. I'm nervous, I say, just to fill the chasm of silence between us. His smile shows off those dimples again and I swear the inner cheerleader in me is doing flips and shaking her pom-poms. There's no pressure from me, he says, standing casually in the corner. If you want, we can just have a drink and talk. I want you to feel good about this. For someone like you, a virgin who's been warned about premarital sex her whole life, this is a big deal. He shrugs a shoulder. I understand that. We can do as much or as little as you want. Thank you. I appreciate that. I believe his words are sincere. The elevator stops and the doors slide open. I'm just over here, he says, using an app on his cell to unlock the door. As I enter, I'm blown away by the size. When I think of condos in the city, I think of small places like oversized hotel rooms or small apartments. This place is fabulous. The open floor plan showcases a chef's kitchen with an eating area. The large entertainment space has floor-to-ceiling windows with an amazing view. This place is more like a penthouse. Is that Boston Harbor? I ask. The city lights are lit, 
but the dark water gives an eerie calmness to the view. Yes, you should see it in the daylight. I look over my shoulder. Maybe someday I will, I tease. Is tonight a one-time thing? I'm suddenly nervous again. Zack. I would like that, I reply. Can I get you something to drink? Wine? Another Coke? No, thanks, she replies, biting her bottom lip. Part of me just wants to get this over with. She looks at me through the reflection in the window. I'm not expecting too much. This will be uncomfortable and weird. It's probably good if you have low expectations. She looks over her shoulder at me. I laugh and take a few steps towards her. I understand your concern. I'll do my best to exceed your low expectations. Can we turn off the lights? She asks. Of course. Turn them off. The only light comes from the lit city around us, casting a romantic glow over the room. I'm drawn to her like Aladdin to his lamp. I want to touch her, caress her, and make her face glow with pleasure. I come to a stop in front of her. May I kiss you? Do my words sound desperate? I feel desperate. I crushed on her that whole semester, but I was the invisible, nerdy kid. And now she's here, in front of me, offering herself to me. This is going to be dangerous. She's here for sex, but I'm here because I'm still crushing on her. She could break my heart, but I'm willing to risk it. Yes, she whispers. She looks up at me. Her eyes are full of trust. Her brown eyes are a swirl of caramel and chocolate. She swallows hard, like she's scared. We'll take this slowly. I reach for her hand. It's cold. Is that because she's nervous? We interlock our fingers and hold each other captive in our gaze. She nods, and I brush my lips against hers. She makes the smallest sound, almost like she's surprised. But then her free arm wraps around me. Her fingers clasp my belt loop. Her lips are soft and taste of strawberries. Is that her lip gloss? I explore her lips with my tongue, relieved when she opens for me. I slip inside and caress her tongue with mine. She lets out a gasp, mingled with pleasure and need. She releases my hand and puts her hand against my chest. A nipple hardens under her hand, and damn if she doesn't rub her thumb over my nipple. The touch sent my cock into full erection mode. Lily. When his tongue sweeps into my mouth, I can't help but think of his penis sliding into me. The thought terrifies and excites me. His kisses have my head spinning. What will the feel of him in me be like? We revel in our kiss, in each other's arms, for what seems like a lifetime. I can feel the wetness between my legs. My clit pulses with need. I want him to touch me. I want to feel his fingers between my legs. I pull out of the kiss. Will you touch me? Down there. His breath comes out fast. He nods. His hands grip my waist and then slides to my zipper. We are captive to each other, unable to take our eyes off of each other. The sound of my zipper makes my heart pound. Wait, I say, glancing towards the city 
Can people see us? He shakes his head. No, even with the lights on, they can't see in. The windows are tinted for privacy. Okay, I say and lick my lips. You can take my skirt off. Does he hear the anxiety in my voice? I remind myself that he's done this before. I don't need to be embarrassed about my naked body. Grown adults allow themselves to feel pleasure. My skirt hits the floor. His hands slide to my ass. Our lips find each other. My heart pounds, and I shove my thong down my legs. We feast on each other. He abandons my lips and nibbles at my neck. Then I feel it, the kind of sensation that makes my legs weak, my heart pound. I can't help but gasp when his fingers slide between my lower lips. Oh, Zach, I whisper, barely able to make a coherent thought. Stars explode behind my eyelids. My heart stutters and I gasp for a breath. His eyes are locked on me, like he's reading me. When his finger slides up and down my inner lips, I close my eyes. The sensation is incredible, takes my breath away, and is addictive. I don't want him to stop. When his two fingers move to the outer parts of my lips and tease them, Finishing with a slide up the center, I gasp. I clutch his shirt to steady myself. That feels so good. He repeats the motion, massaging my lower lips. And I can't believe that I haven't been doing this for years. It's incredible. Damn my parents for denying me this. Five. Bulky folds. Zach. My finger slides effortlessly through her seam. She's wet and lets out the sexiest sound. I want to wrap my lips around her clit and show her how good that can feel, too. But for now, massaging her pussy, getting her ready for me is my top priority. I want her to enjoy this. I want to blow her mind. Her legs tremble as I rub the outer part of her pussy lips. Her breathing is more like a pant and she holds on to me, grasping my arms as her chest rises and falls. The silky soft folds that guard her vagina are swelling. With each pass, each gentle caress, I know she's getting higher. Sensual pleasure is a drug, a drug that should be reveled in. I want to be her only supplier, the man she comes to when she needs another hit. Another caress through her folds and a swirl on her clit has her moaning and her legs trembling. Lily. I let out a cry of pleasure as his finger brushes over the most tender part of my body. Fireworks explode within my core as sensual pleasure rushes through me. I can barely stand. I want to spread my legs more. I want him to have full access to my body. I want him to show me all the secrets of sex. Zach. I pant his name. I can't stand anymore. When his finger grazes my clit again, I let out another whisper moan. He strokes me again, and I feel like I'm about to explode. He places a kiss on my neck, all while stroking my pussy and whispers. Do you want to go to my bed? Yes. Yes, I groan and pant. I know I sound like a bad actress in an even shittier porno, but I can't help but moan. My body is alive. Every nerve ending is begging for another hit, 
another swipe to push me closer to the edge. He's making magic between my legs. In a quick sweep, he lifts and cradles me against his chest. My pussy throbs with need and lust. We enter his bedroom. The lights are out, but the window shades are open. Do you want me to close the shades? He asks as he sets me down. I shake my head. No, but take off your shirt. In one quick move, he pulls his shirt over his head and tosses it aside. His chest is broad, with a light dusting of hair on his pecs. His abs are well-defined, and a happy trail leads to the bulge in his pants. I've never seen an erect penis before. That's going to change tonight. I feel stupid standing in front of him with my shirt on while my pussy is exposed. Do you want me to take off my shirt? I already know the answer to that. He nods. His eyes are hot with lust. I pull my top over my head and drop it to the floor. I'm thankful for my bra's lift and support. I know my boobs look great. Keeping our eyes locked on each other, I reach around and unclasp my bra. The band lets free. I let the bra fall to the floor. Naked and turned on, I feel incredibly vulnerable. The heat in his gaze sends warmth spreading through me. My nipples tighten, and I pray for him to touch me, to show me what I've been missing. Zack. Damn. Her breasts take my breath away. They're full and perky. Her areolas are the perfect shade of pink. Her nipples are hard buds in need of attention. She's shaving her pussy. I step closer to her and want to cup her breasts in my hands. Can I touch you? I ask. She nods and leans towards me. Her nipple rubs the inside of my palm as I caress her breast. My other hand wraps around and cups her ass. She lets out a whimper as I give her breast a little squeeze. It's soft in my hand, and I shift to rub my thumb over her nipple. Her mouth drops open, and her eyes flutter shut as I tease her tight bud. Touch me, she begs shifting my hand from her ass to cup her from the front. My middle finger slides between her lips again, applying the slightest pressure to her clit. Between her breasts and the wetness between her legs, my cock is begging to be released and bury itself in her warm channel. Another slow swipe through her folds and she trembles. I pull her close to me and trail kisses from her chin to her collarbone. She is so close to me that her nipples graze my chest with each breath. Then I nuzzle against her cheek and whisper, Do you want to get on the bed? Yes. She eases to a sitting position at the end of my bed. She supports herself on her hands as she slowly glides to the center of the mattress. Her knees are together and tilted to one side, almost like she's trying to be modest yet her eyes show no shame or embarrassment. Her eyes are daring me to join her on the bed. I willingly comply. Six. Propriety and decorum. Lily. I can't take my eyes off of him. He leans over and places his fists on the bed, then stalks closer on all fours. The look on his face is all predator yet I'm not afraid. Perhaps his chiseled features make him look hard and in charge, 
but his eyes radiate positive energy that eases my concerns. He stops his advance when he gets to my legs, cupping each calf in a hand. He strokes downward towards my ankles. I know what he's going to do. He's going to spread my legs. This excites me, like we're playing a game. At his touch, tiny ripples of excitement travel to my core. My heart races with adrenaline. My breasts rise and fall with each breath. As he slowly slides his hands up my legs, he places kisses around my knees and thighs. The higher he goes, the wider my legs are spread. His tongue licks over my flesh and goosebumps arise. I moan and tilt my head back as the pleasure of his touch rushes through me. His finger finds my folds again and caresses them. I squeeze the sheets in my fists as a moan falls from my lips. I shift my legs wider, giving him full access to the sensitive flesh I want him to focus on. Zack. Her wet folds are mere inches from my face. Her faint, musky scent overwhelms me. I lower my mouth to the tender flesh between her labia and thigh and stroke my tongue over her. Her leg twitches in response and she softly moans. I do the same to the other side. I nudge the tip of my nose against her lower lips and then run my tongue up her seam, stopping at her clit. The sound she makes encourages me to do it again. I ease my tongue between her seam and push the tip into her channel and finish with a puff of air on her clit. Oh, God, she moans. She has no shame, no embarrassment at laying herself so openly before me. That turns me on even more. I crawl higher up her body. One hand remains in her pussy, stroking and keeping her wet. My mouth lands on her breast and surrounds her areola, holding her nipple in place as my tongue swirls around it. She's writhing under me. Her chest is rising and falling as she fights through the overwhelming sensations assaulting her. Her legs tremble and her hips buck against my hand as I tease her clit. I look into her face. She's beautiful. Her cheeks are flushed with passion. Her head gently rocks as she draws in breath. Her eyes are closed as if she couldn't take any more stimulation and needed to focus just on what was happening within her body. You're so beautiful. I whisper as I swirl her clit. She lets out another gentle moan of pleasure. I bury my finger in her channel and slowly pull it out again, making sure to circle her clit, too. I want to show you something, I whisper. She opens her eyes slightly. Okay, she whispers. I slide my finger into her channel again. You're so wet, I whisper in her ear. Oh, is that gross? I'm sorry. Her legs start to close. No, you want to be wet. I push her legs apart. Fucking hot. When I start to pull my finger out, tighten the muscles in your vagina. Lily. I'm being bombarded with pleasure. Every inch of my flesh is hypersensitive. My clit and lower lips are pulsing, begging for more attention. I can tell that I'm getting close. As his finger begins its journey out of me, I tighten those muscles around his finger and I'm blown away by the pleasure. Oh, Zach, I pant. His finger drags along my seam and swirls on my clit. I can't help but moan. 
do that again, I beg. He lays close to me and nibbles on my earlobe. Then his finger goes in again and he slowly drags it out. I clench his finger and feel the reverberations of pleasure rocking my core. That feels so good, I say. Do it again. When he repeats, I know I'm about to come. The pressure building within my core. I'm teetering on the edge. As his finger glides out and over my labia, it pushes me over the edge. Pleasure bursts from deep within my core, rippling through me. I let out a cry as the intensity of the sensations continue to go off, like a bombardment of fireworks bursting throughout me. His finger drives me crazy as he keeps massaging me. Zack, I'm overwhelmed. I know I sound ridiculous with the moaning and panting, but I'm out of control. He has completely overridden every notion of propriety and decorum that has been drilled into me. As his finger slows, he places kisses along my neck, chin, and finishes on my lips. My racing heart is coming down from the high of my orgasm. My breathing is normalizing. That was amazing, I say as I cup his face and place my lips against his. Thank you for sharing your time with me. I hope you enjoyed these super steamy chapters. If you can't wait for the next chapters to be released, you can purchase Confessions of a Fallen Good Girl by Cherish Lively on Amazon's Vela platform. It will also be available in its ebook form very soon. To keep up with the various novels and authors that we will feature, you can follow my secret obsession on Facebook, Instagram, and X at Cherish Lively. Or visit the website at tinyurl.com slash cherishlively. Goodbye.